Thanks for greeting each other. Now I feel like God, the voice of God. <clears throat> Need to go a little higher pitch so I sound a little more normal. Uh, is Shannon, can you give me a Bible? I left mine at home, I guess. I brought all these journals, and I guess they all look just like my Bible, so I got it all up here anyways. All right. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for coming to Church Project. We're glad you're here. Uh, we're a church, and we're a project. We're a gathering people that love Jesus and want to know and love him more, and uh, we're just all trying to figure it out, so um, welcome. My name is Jared. I, uh, uh, I'm one of the house church pastors, and uh, I'm normally a greeter, but now we had, we had an upgrade today, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I hope you guys feel a lot better and way more greeted. Um, it's, uh, I've been a, I guess I've been a part of this church, uh, or our churches, we had a couple churches that got married a bunch of years ago, but I've been part of one of the churches before the marriage, uh, since pretty much the beginning, but I've just been like the, the nerd, or the nerd, or the accountant, or whatever, so I'm, uh, just kind of one of the people, so don't expect a lot, but at the same time, uh, I feel like God is, uh, um, God, God is always trying to do something in me and always trying to do something in you. Am I really loud? Okay. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't know about you guys, but... Oof. But uh, I, I think one thing that is, um, is really important in life is just, just to be ready and then be willing. And I think that's one place that's always kind of... Um, Maybe I've been a little uh, lackadaisical, or however you say that word, uh, in my willingness. And uh, I think all of us have a ton to, to share, and we have a ton to uh, give each other, and we have a ton to, to encourage each other with. And so I want to encourage everyone to always be ready to give a message or, or just whatever. Be ready to um, just step up and, and share who you are and who God's called you to be. Let's go ahead and pray and uh, get on. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for um, this church. God, thank you for my wife and kids. Thank you for um, Aaron and Lauren. God, I thank you for the elders. Father, I thank you so much for our house church. God, I pray that uh, uh, this would be uh, a message that's of you, God, and that I would um, let your spirit direct it. Father, um, we're nothing without you, and, uh, but with you we are awesome. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So what's been on my heart uh, kind of lately, and I've ta I talked a little bit with my house church about it and stuff, and uh, talked with Laura and maybe my wife, I don't know if I talked to her about it, but is uh, the idea of vulnerability. And 
I think uh, if there's one part that I used to be really good at uh, a few years ago is being vulnerable. And then kind of as I aged or as I got a little older and advanced in life or whatever you want to call it, I think I started to withdraw a little bit and became a little less vulnerable. And then as I got more comfortable with people and got more comfortable with um, my, my circle of influence, I, I withdraw a little bit more and I get a little less vulnerable. And so all of a sudden, the issues that I once had started to become, um, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. You know, my big issue is Jensen won't ever get potty trained or, you know, just kind of dumb stuff, which, which is important in its own right. Um, but, I, but I've got a little less vulnerable. And so I guess this is what today is going to be. And sorry if it's, uh, or actually not sorry. Um, that was Taylor Swift, I think, right? Man. Um, I think uh, I'm going to let you into my brain a little bit. And I hope it somewhat makes sense. Because at least it's done some work in me. So I'm, I'm feeling good already. So if we look in, and we're not in Acts, um, I'm not, I couldn't quite figure it out, and it was way too many verses to read, and so I said, ah, oh, James is cool, James chapter 5, 13 through 16. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call on the elders of the church. And let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And uh, Laura highlighted that, so it must be a good verse. So, I'll I'll give you these two stories. And this is going to be like vulnerability and then also like a, hey, get in a house church and stuff. So, so I'll, I'll steal a little page from my brother, but this story will not be as cool and elaborate as his are. So, my grandpa Lucky got some bad news a while ago. Story number one, he had like a spot on his lung. I don't know how big it was, but it was a spot. My grandma was all worried. She thought he was dying, and he thought he was dying. And then my grandpa, was, he's in his 80s. He's like, I don't want to fix it. I'm just going to go, and he's fine with it. But my grandma's all bummed out. And so they just don't tell anyone. My grandma stays worried. My grandpa, I think he probably is worried. He doesn't probably want to die quite yet, but maybe he does. He he knows Jesus pretty well, so maybe he does. Um, but they keep it inside, but then they go to the doctor, and then he's healed, and then there's like no more spot, and all is good. And that's cool. But then the second story is, okay, my grandpa gets bad news. He has a spot on his lung. He shares it with his house church. His house church prays about it. The whole church prays about it. His family prays about it. And then he's healed. And so God, in both of those stories, did the exact same thing. 
But what are you withholding from other people by not sharing your stories? Um, so uh, uh, I guess I'm a little bit emotional because uh, I, I think about like our house church. And right now we're in like this weird spot, but it's kind of cool. Like we're, we're a little smaller, but it's still pretty beautiful. And uh, like last week or the week before, we talked about women in the church, and that was cool. And then the week before, we talked about gay people and, and whatever. And, we, and then the week before that, we talked about some other stuff. And it's been, it's been really neat and really cool to see people's stu- like questions and stuff. But also, as I was looking back in my journals, and then looking back on this uh, in my phone, I, I just recently started kind of keeping track of stuff. We've, in our house church, as it's kind of been, whether, whether it's at our house or someone else's house or whatever, have been a part of so many cool miracles. And um, we've also been a part of a, a lot of defeat. Uh, we've, we have, we have uh, prayed for marriages that some have been restored and, uh, and some have failed. We've prayed for allergies with little kids that uh, uh, some have been healed. And then like for our son, we, were, we spent the night in the hospital, or my wife and him spent the night in the hospital last week, but he's good now. We've uh, prayed for cancer uh, that's been healed, and uh, we're doing pretty good on that one, I think, so, uh, I, so that's good. We've prayed for new jobs, we've prayed for old jobs. Um, we've prayed for singleness that turned into coupledom with Krista and and Brad, so that was pretty nice. We've prayed for housing situations that I was always kind of annoyed with, but, but people found their housing and it was all good, even though I thought it was little, but we prayed about it and it was, it was cool. We prayed for uh, a skinny baby that was failing to thrive, that, that, uh, that's thriving. Uh, we prayed for barrenness. Uh, that turned into twins. Um, and we prayed for, uh, this is a Jared Ashidaism. We prayed for a, a baby's crooked penis to get straightened. <laughs> and after a degloving and regloving, it's straight. <laughs> but all these things. Uh, there's, there's nothing that should be off the table when it comes to your house church and comes to, or whatever you call your circle of friends or, your, or the people that you're associated with. Uh, I wanna give you a quick little rundown. So, so I've been, uh, this is like the last like three years of uh, kind of like my prayer journal or whatever. So if you wanna like find stuff out about me, you could just go through it. It's not that great and I'm pretty repetitive, but. But on June 24th, 2015, uh, I started praying that Shannon would get pregnant. And then uh, I thought it was the day before, but then I looked back a little farther and saw it, so I thought I was like a powerful prayer person. 
But then on uh, September 21st, I prayed again that she would get pregnant of 2015. September 22nd, 2015, I write, thank you for this pregnancy, which is cool. That's like math between three and eight months, something like that. Um, In October, I prayed, uh, man, thank you for my new niece. My sister and brother-in-law had Imsley. On October 29th, 2015, uh, I prayed and asked God to give Shannon uh, great health in this pregnancy. And then uh, she spent the next five months puking. (laughs) So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. (laughs) Two days later, uh, after October 29th, it must have been a day or two prior on, on a Halloween or something. Jeremy and Britt were maybe at our house or something, and they said, hey, we've been trying to get pregnant, but we can't. And uh, Jeremy's normally the music guy, and Britt's the, the she talks and, and speaks and sits up here most of the time, but they're in Mexico. Um, so they said, hey, we can't conceive, and we're struggling, and, and I said, or we, Shannon and I said, all right, we'll pray for you. Um, March 12th, 2016, I, uh, I said, I prayed for Jeremy and Britt, and I, and I quote, let them get pregnant quickly, March 12th, 2016. May 30th, 20, and, and so pretty much every day I asked something for them. March 12th, 2016, let the, or no, I'd said that, let them get pregnant quickly. May 30th, 2016, bless our baby, who Jensen was about to be born. Let Jeremy and Britt have a baby. June 4th, after a little time in the NICU with Jensen. Uh, thank you for Jensen. Bless Jeremy and Britt with a baby. August 2nd, 2016, let Jeremy and Britt get pregnant soon. November 15, 2016, let Jeremy and Britt get pregnant. Uh, January 18, 2017, let Jeremy and Britt get pregnant and heal Jeremy's broken elbow. Uh, May 31, 2017, Jensen is one year old. Let Jeremy and Britt get pregnant. August 7, 2017, help Jeremy and Britt get pregnant. Bless our new baby. I guess we must have conceived again. November 5th, 2017, bless Jeremy and Britt with a baby. December 16th, 2017, Lord, help Britt and Jeremy to get pregnant. December 30th, 2017, bless my sister's new baby. So they just had Israel. Bless Jeremy and Britt with a baby really soon. February 16th, 2018, bless Jeremy and Brittany with a baby. February 17, 2018, you blessed Jeremy and Britt with pregnancy. And then September 20th, 2018, uh, Benjamin was born. That was Jeremy and Britt's baby. And uh, it's pretty cool knowing that our house church fought for him for so long and our church fought for him for so long. But if Britt didn't get on the stage at the old gym at Dayspring, 
during her imago and say, hey, pray for us. We're trying to get pregnant. And I don't remember when that was, probably two years, or I don't know, that might have only been a few months prior. And if they didn't talk to the house church about wanting to get pregnant and stuff like that, they would have ended up with Benjamin. We would have been happy for him. But we wouldn't have the blood on our knuckles for praying. And if, and if we weren't part of that, and they withheld that blessing from us, the story doesn't have a lot of excitement and doesn't have a lot of joy in it. But when they became pregnant, our house church was pumped. And we gotta all be a part of something that was so beautiful. And when I look back at my journals, and I look back at what I prayed for. This is October 29th, 2015. There's a few days missed in here. And this is September 19th, 2018, when he found out they were pregnant. And that's a crap load of praying. And there's, uh, there's marriages that were healed in here. There, and there was marriages that were messed up. But it was so exciting to be a part of that miracle. In Psalms 133, it says, uh, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And if vulnerability is not the mark that we have, I think we're missing out on life a little bit. And we're withholding a huge amount of blessing from other people. And, uh, and you never know, um, there might be people that have super powerful prayers, or there are. And maybe the one time when we had a, a certain guy and his wife come to our house church and pray for this skinny baby that was not thriving, maybe that prayer of a, of a righteous man was powerful and effective. And I want to believe that. I don't want to believe that it was just timing that happened and maybe the, the milk got more protein or fatty or something like that, but I want to believe that God does some cool stuff. And so, I want to encourage that you don't hold out and not be, or, and that you let go of it and become vulnerable. Because the harder that you, and the longer that you wait, and you wait to say, oh, I wanna become their friends, I wanna become close-knit with them, the more you get to know somebody and the more comfortable you get with them, the harder those things grow to become vulnerable. And all kinds of walls will set up. You say, well, I don't want to tell them what I'm struggling with because then I will have to go back to square one with them and they won't look at me the same. But let's make our goal to be humble people that open up our lives. And don't just dump it on everyone and, and just rain on their parade, but, but if the Spirit is wanting you to be vulnerable, be vulnerable.
And then also on the opposite side of that, we have to be good stewards with what we've been given. And when people are vulnerable towards us, we need to make sure that we are faithful with that, checking in on them, praying for them. Because it's a huge piece of people's life when they become vulnerable. And we have to be good with that. Um, Because the last thing we want to be is the I'll pray for you and walk away and never I'll pray for you. Let's be a church and let's be a group of action and let's be a a group of people that, that love each other and that are honest with each other and are striving to become closer to God and closer together. And let's be a church that celebrates the beautiful things. And in this vulnerability, you could also be vulnerable not just with the negative stuff, but with the blessings. And so let's be generous in sharing what God has done for us. Because there is so much beauty in that. Yeah, don't be afraid to look weak because he is strong. So to house church stuff. Let's make sure that, uh, actually back up, Aaron sent an email to the elders that was about some little church that meets or whatever, but they equated the house church or the, uh, their meetings or something as a potluck. And so at this potluck, everyone brings stuff to the potluck. Some people bring chips. Our old house church, it was all college kids and they only brought chips. <laughs> but, so, but you gotta bring your stories and everyone needs to bring their stories. Everyone needs to be a piece of it and, and, to, and to really just uh, give their time, give their, give their experiences, ask for prayer, be vulnerable. And I think if that is our mark, I think we're doing all right. Because we have a good God that loves us. And he, and he loves every one of you guys. And he loves every person out, outside of these walls. Um, and I don't think that our stories are meant to be harbored or just stored and never shared. And we want to be people that go out of these walls and change the world. We want people to know who Jesus is. Because without Jesus, we've got nothing. And so, yeah, go to house church. Be vulnerable. And whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Um, I love you guys, and I love this church, and, uh, and we've really been blessed to have some really high-quality people, but let's continue to um, draw close to Jesus and draw close to each other and be vulnerable and win battles and, and beat cancer and open up wombs, not wounds, 
and get people married and all kinds of good stuff like that. Um, thank you. Now it's communion time. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for making me cry. Thank you for um, Benjamin. I thank you that in a month um, uh, I'm going to Mexico with Aaron and Carl and celebrating 15 years of their marriage. God, thank you for um, everybody here. I pray that we are a, a group of storytellers, good and bad. And I pray that we would uh, all know and love you. We love you, Jesus. Amen.